The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Why did a lady talk about serving God or money and to read the readings every Thursday? Back there in 1981, and when a lady revealed this, what she wanted the parish to do every Thursday, now we can understand why. Everything is around money. Everything is about control. We're living a moment where a lady says July 25th, 1988, that gives us strong directions. She says, I'm calling you to complete surrender to God, unquote. Not to the world, not to mammon. And lady continues, quote, everything you do and everything you possess, give over to God so that he can take control in your life as a king of all that you possess. Have you done that? Or is it under the control of the godless system? And then he continues, that way through me, talking about giving you possess everything to God, that way through me, God can lead you into the depths 
of the spiritual life. We have a secular life, a material life, consumerism. The spiritual life is different. And for those who are not living the spiritual life, you have a lot to be in fear of. A lady continues, Little children, do not be afraid because I am with you even when you think there's no way out. That's where we are right now. Many people don't know what to do, even Missouri people. When you think there's no way out and that Satan is in control, he is in control of the whole system. Don't you think it's very strange that on July 8th, 2022, the Prime Minister of Japan was assassinated? Then the next day, June 9th, the Prime Minister of Britain, Boris Johnson, resigns. Just a few days later, July 14, 2022, Prime Minister of Italy, he resigns. The President of Italy, he rejected it. The same day, July 14th again, the Prime Minister of Sri Lanka resigns after fleeing the country. The same day again, July 14th, 2022, the Prime Minister of Estonia, she resigns. Is something going on? Is Satan trying to take control of the whole world? To master you? How? It's through money. On June 13th, CBS reports that inflation hits 9.1%. That's almost 10% jump in one month. Wholesale prices inflation explodes to 11.3%. I was out about a week ago. We had some people working. It was hot in the afternoon, so I wanted to bring them something back. I was going to buy them lemon icebox pie, and I got the menu to look at it. And I said, uh-uh. You know how much it cost? $50 for one pie. Shocking. We're in trouble. When you have to pay $50 for a pie, where are we headed from this point? Every time the World Economic Forum gets together, they bring up the number one thing, climate change, of which the Vatican itself has accepted it. Not one bishop, I've heard them condemn it. It's worse than communism. It's a platform to control the whole world and to destroy it. The devil wants you to starve to death. Did you know the United States is number one for exporting food across the world. We export over $72 billion of food exports. Germany's number two. They're around $34 billion. And the little bitty country, the Netherlands, the Dutch, is number three, exporting $23 billion of food exports. So the cabal underneath the World Economic Forum wants to take all the farmland. We see all these things happening right now up in Washington, taking your guns away, which is very dangerous because they know what they're doing, the direction they're going is treason and to destroy our nation. The Netherlands, the farmers are being attacked and they're rebelling right now. Thousands of farmers have marched on the government with their tractors, spraying manure and everything. 
the police there have shot them. The spokeswoman for this rising up against the government, Eva, we're going to play a clip of what she says. What's going on in this country? You've said that these Dutch farmers are rising up against what you've called the communist agenda of the global elites. What did you mean by that? Well, it's communism to the T. If the state comes in and says, I'm going to take away your property for a so-called greater good, I don't know what could be more you know, essential to communism than that. So it's communism, and I'm saying that it's, it's being done on a global scale because this is part of a bigger agenda than just the agenda of the Dutch government. Yes, it's true that the Dutch government wants the, the farmer's land for one reason is to to house new immigrants, but this is also because they are following an agenda called the 2030 agenda. These are these are restrictions and, and climate regulations that are that are imposed all over the world. So we're being hit hardest right now, and we might be the first ones. But it's very important for other people to know that they could be coming to you next. As an example of these restrictions in Sri Lanka. The government abruptly banned chemical fertilizers in an attempt to become 100% organic. Now, a food and economic crisis is devastating the country. Do you think we're going to see more of these policies and protests continue? Yes, yes. We already see now that in Italy, farmers have gone out on the street as well. In Poland, farmers are going out. So it's spilling over, which is a really good sign, because like I said, these restrictions are going to be uh, very relevant for everyone, because it's obviously it's a global agenda. They want us to eat bugs. <laughs> they want us to eat the fake meat that they produce. So it's it's very clear that this is not something that just the Dutch people will be subjected to. And that's why we need your support from other countries. And what do you think Americans can take away from what's happening in the Netherlands? Well, from a Dutch perspective, I would say that Americans should be very happy that they have a Second Amendment and that you should protect that with all your all your strength. If you go to Huntsville, Alabama, where a great deal of aerospace was developed, they have a display for the future that all our protein would be coming from eating bugs. They have a whole display to explain about it, how wonderful it's going to be. What Eva just talked about, growing meat, she's not talking about from cows, but to be growing meat in a petri dish. You put a little bit tiny piece of meat, you start propagating the cells, and you grow a steak. I saw on a label recently at the grocery store about tuna fish that this has ingredients in it that was bioengineered. This is the future. Let's get rid of the farms. Eva said something very profound because the United States of America is the one nation on the world that our forefathers wrote the Second Amendment and they want to abolish that because the citizens of America has the right to defend itself from the government. Congressman Mo Brooke was interviewed on Fox News. The journalist woman was jumping at him about the Second Amendment And he answered this way. It's a perfect statement. Well, let's, for emphasis, understand what the Second Amendment is about. The Second Amendment is designed to help ensure that we, the citizenry, always have the right to take back our government should it become dictatorial. That was a great fear of the Founding Fathers, and quite frankly, it's a fear today. And as long as we enjoy 
uninfringed Second Amendment rights, then we don't really have to worry that much about the government ever becoming dictatorial. But the moment that we take from our citizenry, our ability to take our government back is the moment that the ability of dictatorial forces increases to the point where perhaps they will try to implement a dictatorial government at the federal uh, level. So what you just heard, that's why they're working so hard to take the guns away from everybody. It's not about the school shootings with them. It's their excuse so they can enslave us by not defending ourselves. It's an amazing thing Eva says. Americans should be very happy that they have a Second Amendment and that you should protect that with all your strength. Mo Brooks just gave the reasons. Our forefathers knew the abuse of government. Our lady gave a beautiful message August 25th, 1994. She says, I pray and intercede before my son, Jesus, so that the dream that your fathers had may be fulfilled. Thank God our forefathers of our nation gave us a Second Amendment. After she says fathers may be fulfilled, she says, pray, little children, in a special way because Satan is strong and wants to destroy hope in your heart. That's pretty powerful. Very profound. Alay said November 25th, 1987, God has given to all a freedom which I lovingly respect and humbly submit to. To what? To the freedom that God has given to us. This past week, Glenn Beck was talking about, because of his positions, he knows a lot of people who are millionaires. And he said, they're scared to death. He said, they don't know what to do with their money. They can't trust the stock markets. They can't trust the banks. They can't trust the two other investments. And he said his friends are saying, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose our money. There's no place to go with it. I've spoken over and over and over. You have to make your own system. You have to decentralize. You don't want to be centralized by the government, the money system, the bankers, and many, many other things that wants to lord over you. Your best investment, if you're wealthy, is buy you a lot of land. Build 10 houses. Let people live there free. You might say, why would I do that? Because you can make your own supply chain, not just beef cows or eggs for chickens, but the whole thing. Grow your hay. Fertilize it with the manure from the cows. Have your own equipment. Make a 360 operation that you're not controlled by centralization. That's what the economic form is about. It's to put underneath to enslave everybody. That's why I wrote the book, The Corona Vision, Small Communities. But the mentality, we'll put money in stock markets, but we won't put money into people. Those on your land, that labor is labor. You help them, they help you. Because this whole form is take land away from all the farmers. And it's happening right now in front of us. We're going to play you a clip of Joe Rogan, who has a big audience, with the guests he has. This is a very telling thing you're going to hear, and it matches and fits perfectly economic form. So the UK is currently the head of the G7 group, 
That's the world's most economically advanced countries. And the UK currently chairs the G7 group. Our chancellor, who does our economy, called Chancellor of the Exchequer, his name's Rishi Sunak. He put out this video saying that um, what they want to do is bring in this uh, thing called the central banking digital currency. They want to replace fiat paper money with digital money as a competitor to Bitcoin and crypto money, right? But instead of being uh, decentralized currency, it will be controlled by a government. It's digital currency, but controlled centrally through the banks, Bank of England. So instead of having a bank account with whatever, HSBC or Bank of America, you'll have a bank account directly with, in the American context, with the Fed. In the UK, directly with the Bank of England. You have a personal bank account and you're given digital money in that bank account. These are called central banking digital currencies. The Chancellor of the Exchequer in the UK has already announced their intention to do this as the G7 group. And these, uh, if you look up... Um, this sounds terrifying. If you look up uh, the Telegraph newspaper. Central bank digital courtesy, uh, currency, is that the one down the below? Digital currency should be programmable. See that one there? Yeah. Now what yeah. they're doing is they're saying, you know, everyone knows that with inflation at over 5%, it's now 5.4%, right? Uh, our fiat money, the paper money, is increasingly becoming worthless and we're headed towards a big disaster. They, the Fed wants to raise interest rates. But we're in so much debt that if you raise interest rates, people are going to suffer because everyone that you know we're living on debt as western economies so they realize that this kind of the lifespan of paper money is fast coming to an end because of the 2008 economic crash in particular so they're bringing in these central banking digital currencies why is that word programmable in there so what they said in that article and the, and the chance to put a video out saying this as well they've said that this money that you will earn from work instead of having paper money you have this digital money it's programmable so that you can't buy certain foods or if you do something that your employer doesn't like it's all in that article you won't be able to spend your money in other words it's not money they're vouchers they're like food vouchers and they can be programmed so that like the Chinese social credit system that if you try and use them on a certain thing it won't work you say you want to buy a burger and they want you to buy bugs which is one of the examples used if you start to try and buy unhealthy meat just won't work you tap you tap your card you can't buy the thing because you've met your quota that month of burgers. You have to buy something like a, a vegan meal. So yeah? it won't just be money in the sense of the way we have dollars or pounds today. Yeah. It'll be something that's controlled in terms of your ability to distribute it. Which is why I'm calling it a voucher. It's a coupon. But even a coupon, if you have a coupon to buy bread, yeah. you can still buy the bread. Yeah. Like, there's but no you can't buy, see that coupon to buy bread, what you can't do is buy a burger with that coupon, it's for bread. Right, yeah? right. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm yes. for people that don't understand what is going on? So here, I'll put it up for you here, yeah? So there's the video. The group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7, is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote. Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. His name's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And here is the article. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Yeah, And here's a quote from the article. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? So... The Checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system.
So what they are telling us, and when I say they, who's they? People in power. That's the head of our economy, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, second most powerful person other than the Prime Minister and maybe the Foreign Secretary in the UK, right? He's telling us, I just played it there for you. He's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7. And if I'm speaking to you the way I'm speaking now, and my employer or government, you heard that in the quote directly, yeah, deems me as saying or doing something inappropriate, suddenly I can't actually pay to come here and speak to you anymore. My, my digital currency won't even pay for the ticket because it will be known that I'm coming to speak to you. Sorry. Your, your vouchers don't allow you to purchase that ticket to go and speak to John. And this is where we get into the kind of censorship that we see in social media that is not... You can't have that kind of censorship with the First Amendment in, in, in normal discourse. Mm. But you can have that kind of censorship if you've developed a digital platform that distributes information, but it's a private company. Yeah. So think about what money is, where you can spending on, spend it on whatever you want, versus this digital currency which is essentially controlled in a, a sense yeah. like you have free speech on Twitter but you really don't because yeah. if you go too far or you talk about something that they don't find appropriate they'll just ban your account that yeah. could be what we're looking at in terms of the, what we think of as free speech being social media platforms could be what we think of as your free range ability to buy whatever you want with whatever money that you've earned so what's going on here right What's going on here is with this central banking digital currency, if you, get to, if you get to that situation where you end up with the Chinese social credit system in the West, why? Why would anyone want to do that, right? I believe we're in a moment of the Gutenberg press. Go back to when the printing press was invented. Technology disrupts power structures. It always has. Printing and its invention was a new technology. What happened when they invented the printing press? The power structures who up until that point were reading the Bible for you and were telling you that you've got to pay this priest X amount of favors and he'll forgive you your sins. And that became a bribery system, right? Which is what Martin Luther was so upset about when he pinned his thesis to the, to the wall. The printing press disrupted that power dynamic because people could read the Bible for themselves. And they began realizing that the power structures were manipulating what was written to control people. Now, nobody in hindsight is going to argue that printing and its invention is a bad thing for humanity. But at the time, it led to war. It led to the 30 years war in Europe. Because it disrupted power so much that people began rising up and it led to this 30 year period of war, which eventually led to the Reformation and the rest is history, right? What's today's Gutenberg press? The internet. The decentralization of information and then because of that, the decentralization of currency in the form of crypto is disrupting power because the way that after the revolution of the reformation the printing press control was still possible though obviously not to that level which is why we no longer have those absolute monarchies but control in a nation-state context was still possible to an extent because the money supply was controlled now what's happening is that the invention of the internet with the decentralization of information and in particular here the decentralization of currency in the form of cryptocurrencies is disrupting those power hierarchies and it's leading to this conflict now and we're in a moment when the printing press was invented the powers that be needed to try and hold on to that power as the 30 years war kicked off they eventually lost it but to hold on to it they became very brutal because they were losing their grip on power today to have the infrastructure in place that you can have a checkpoint charlie society
so that when the central banking digital currencies are in place, that infrastructure is already there because people were so scared they voluntarily allowed you to put that in place so that you can maintain your grip on power because what's coming around the corner is the decentralization of everything, of media, therefore of narrative. And of course, remember, whoever defines the truth gets to define reality. Decentralization of the economy through crypto. You no longer have the power to define the story and control the money supply. So the powers that be who are losing that power need to clamp down. They're clamping down on their own children because we are people who are born of the West. So it's an internal civil war in a hybrid war context over truth and over information. Centralization versus decentralization. It's no longer about left or right. It's about up versus down. It's about power versus those who don't have power. Do you think if there was no cryptocurrency, if there was no Bitcoin or any of the other crypto coins, that they would attempt to do some sort of digital currency? Do you think that this is a response yeah. to the understanding that that decentralized digital currency is eventually going to take over or has gained far more momentum than they ever anticipated? I think so. And also decentralized media because you can't control the narrative. Right. Now, we will get out of this because ultimately it's a numbers game. And ultimately, in times like this, you end up fighting against your own sons, right? It's those in power fighting their own people. And eventually, the people are, by sheer numbers, you know, end up becoming the people in power, right? So in the long run, we may well end up in a decentralized world, which will be much better. But as I say, that to get there, we have to get through this period of those in power attempting to, 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 to hold on to that power. He's talking about going to decentralization, and that is the future, where you can have an effect on your own destiny, rather than government and centralization tells you what you can do. Eat fake food. This clip just talked about once you got your quota of your meat, they can control it, says you can't have any more the rest of the month. You have to eat a burger made out of vegetables. Those who have a lot of wealth are making the wrong investments. It's not crypto. It's finding their spread. That's a 360 operation on farming. Satan has distanced us from the soil. You've heard me for several years. Get your food from your ground as fast as you can. Yet people are still going, how are we going to make money off money? That's not what God's plan is for you. It doesn't bring to life. The biggest dangerous thing to crypto and paper money is real money because they can't control you. Any money you have in the banks, stock markets, turn it into value and put it in your hands away from everybody else. Century Silver has been very, very busy in the last few days. Tell us what's going on. Well, the spot price of physical silver has fallen to as low as about $18.50, $18.60 an ounce. It's up a little bit from that right now. But what we have seen is there are many people just coming out of the woodwork, and to use a phrase that we've used before, backing up the truck, to load up on as much physical silver as they can right now with the miraculous metal Medjugorje round. And when you look at the numbers, there is really a multiplier effect that happens when the spot price is this low. There is nothing wrong with buying silver when the spot price is up at $28 or $30 an ounce, but you get a lot more bang for your buck when silver is down in the $18, $19 spot price range. 
And so again, we have just a lot of people, like I said, digging up funding sources from a lot of different areas to get as much physical silver as they can right now. And as you said, and the ideas out there, there's lots of different so-called stores of wealth today, stock market, bond market, retirement account, but all that stuff is digital. And as you just heard, even with the example of the central bank digital currency, all that digital stuff is super crashable, super controllable. The only thing that is truly outside of that, the only thing that is local, is the physical silver that you hold in your own local bank, which is your, your own bedroom. I'm aware that there's people now are just purchasing weekly and monthly. How is that going? Yes, that's correct. We get repeat calls uh, from a lot of the same people over and over again. There is also something we offer that's called monthly recurring purchases where you can provide us with some bank account information. It's like an e-check, and we will automatically draft that money from your account every month, whatever amount you specify, and then those shipments just roll in you know, on a regular basis. There's something very, 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 very strange about silver. It speaks truth. How's everything inflating going up and up and up and up? And the thing that has real value is going down, down. Or it has inflated. Why? Because it's real. It's been manipulated. Explain how they do that. That's an important question, and it's really true. Everything, the price of everything is up except for precious metals, especially silver. There's actually trials going on right now with some traders, gold traders and precious metals traders from J.P. Morgan that engaged in, over the course of several years, what's called spoofing. It's a technique that is very, very widely used in the precious metals paper markets. It's done by these big, big investment banks, but they very craftily use paper trades to push the price and this is done in, in a matter of minutes or seconds even. They push the paper price up in certain instances or push the paper price down in certain instances. And in those seconds in between, they execute certain trades and withdraw certain trades that they've used to push the paper price, but they're constantly making money on these trades. And over time, they make money for themselves. They make money for their clients. But another part of that is when you've got billions and billions of dollars at your disposal and you can engage in these paper trades, you send signals to the market with these paper trades of whether or not silver is overvalued, undervalued, and you can persistently over time use these trades to push the price of silver down, which there's a mounting body of evidence that shows this has been done for a very long time, precisely because the money powers, the they, know that silver is the Achilles heel of the digital currency, of paper currency, of our debt system. And I want to clarify that the paper, when you're saying paper, it's just like the paper dollar. It's nothing behind it. They say they do it. And if you want to cash in that out, maybe a thousand ounces, they have that. But if everybody cashed in that paper, what's going to happen? Is it there? Where is the silver? Right. So there really isn't any silver behind these paper contracts. We're saying paper. It's really, it's a digital contract. There's some paper pushed around at some point, but yes, they are contracting to buy and sell thousands or even millions of ounces of silver. That doesn't exist. Right, that doesn't exist. There is simply not enough silver out there right now to back up these paper contracts. It's just, it's all fake, and they're using it to constantly, constantly manipulate the silver price. You want the ounces. 
You want the real stuff. Oh, absolutely. The the most important thing is to have physical, and that's that's the strange thing about this. While we know manipulation exists, while it's an evil, the pushing of the silver price this low represents a significant opportunity to take advantage of something that Satan is doing and turn it around in a good for God. There's a there's a saying out there about pure silver which is 99.9% pure, 0.999. A lot of people are saying, and it's a growing statement out there, 999 kills 666. That pure silver is the killer of the satanic financial system. See, everything out there in the global system can be inflated and goes up, up, up. But because silver is not in the system, they can't control it. And of course, you say, what about gold? Yes, it's like silver. But gold is not something you're going to buy bread with. And it's not going to be easy to exchange that. Everybody you know, your family, your neighbors, those you go to church with, start educating them. Many of you have listened to Masonomics for a long time. And those who have acted on this sleep good. And when they receive it, they know they have something from God. God, the Heavenly Father, chose by His will how His Son will be paid for. Think about that. Not gold. Silver. 30 pieces of silver. That speaks volumes. It's truth. Everything else is false. And the devil hates it. Especially the miraculous ministry around because it sanctifies and brings conversion. It can't be controlled. It's out of their reach. It's out of their reach, and so that's why they had to create the paper system to surround and insulate the physical metal because the paper system, the numbers game on the screen, with all the fake printed money, all those billions of dollars, that's what they can manipulate. But that's the whole concept is you get outside of their system, stop playing their game, put the physical metal in your hand. It's also part of what you said of developing an independent system, even in your local area, of buying and selling and exchanging with other people, and then you're not even on their radar anymore. Just to put some numbers on it for you to explain how people are moving fast right now and really, as I said, backing up the truck, just in the last four weeks, just about a month, people have exchanged for about 10,000 pounds of physical silver in the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round. That's just approximately 150,000 ounces, somewhere in the nature of between 3 and $4 million, something like that, just, just roughly off the top of my head. But people are moving, and again, right now when the spot price is down, you really get a multiplier effect with your money. You get a lot more silver for fake paper dollars. To contact Century Silver Exchange, you can reach us by phone at 877-936-7686. That's 877-936-7686. You can visit us online at CenturySilver.com. Century Silver is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays taxes on its income. If there is any earnings left over at year end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. Just one last point, when it comes to the miraculous metal Medjugorje round and securing your wealth in physical silver, you need to be decisive. Do not delay. We, we don't ever know when the bottom's going to drop out of this thing, but we encourage you and we exhort you 
to be decisive and take bold action. Even just a couple of years ago, very few people were willing to take their money out of their retirement account. We just heard a figure that in 2022, from January to June, $3.4 trillion have been erased from retirement fund accounts. It is really, really time to get your money out of the retirement account. Don't hesitate. Pay the taxes. Pay the penalty. At least you'll be left with something. That $3.4 trillion was your money. You've gone backwards in that period of time. And so it's important to act. Every day the news is going worse and worse and worse. I just thank God. Thank God our lady's with us. I don't know what it'd be like if all this was going on and we didn't have her to hold on to in her words. October 25th, 2021. Not even a year ago she said this. Dear children, Return to prayer because who prays is not afraid of the future. What does that mean? The future is going to be frightening. It's going to be something to be afraid of. It's going to scare people. People will die because of the future. But she says, return to prayer because who prays is not afraid of the future. Who prays is open to life and respect the life of others who praise. Little children feels the freedom of the children of God and in joy of heart serves the good of his brother, man, because God is love and freedom. Therefore, little children, when they want to put you in bonds and to use you, it is not from God. Those are very powerful words. Print out that October 25th, 2021 message. Reflect on it in this whole next week. Memorize it. Study it. Put those words in your life. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.